This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Heffron Reap Show. If you're listening on our podcast, Spotify, iTunes, um, however you're listening, appreciate it. Hope you're safe. Be warm. Uh, I am uh, John Heffron, John with an H across the, the screen, through the interwebs, through my computer, through this other little thingy, and then through my webcam. On that side is John Reap. Hey, buddy. John Reap. Yeah. No H, just Jonathan. So there's an H at the end. But yeah, you're looking good. You still got your baby tooth or what happened? Oh, I... I know. We, we just talked for about 10, 15 minutes and we didn't bring it up. Because uh, I had it in a little container. Oh, but, but it's gone. It's gone. So I, lost, right. so I lost it. But it's okay. So here's the thing. I'm not kidding you. I did this. I don't know why I did this. Um, I have these weird, I, I call them open loops, where if I have a subject, I need to, I need to you finish, gotta finish it. it. Yeah. Or I got a, it's just weird thing. So they gave me a little case. So I, I had a baby tooth, for those of you who don't know, because uh, there's nothing in the world that you should be thinking um, about. So I had a baby tooth that never, a big tooth never grew in. So I had to have it pulled. Right. So they pulled it. And I was joking with them saying what the interest rate of a baby tooth would be at somebody my age. So they gave me a little case, like this cute little tooth case that was all glittery and sparkly. And then so I, I held the tooth looking at it. And then I had this weird moment going, that baby tooth has been through a lot, <laughs> a lot of conversations and foods. And right. That that baby tooth has been with me for just about everything. Yeah. Um. And I put it under my pillow. Nothing. No, you didn't do that. Nothing. Wait a second. I put my, my tooth under the pillow. And maybe because of COVID, nothing. Not a dollar. I feel like. I think it's COVID. Well, first of all, you got ripped off, number one. Number two, maybe it is COVID related. Maybe they're all, they're backed up. Number three, do you remember how much money you got as a kid for a tooth? Uh, and we're gonna multiply that times whatever the inflation is for today. What then- I don't I don't have kids, so I don't even know what the going rate for a tooth out of a kid would be. Oh. I don't I don't even know. I over tip, so I I I don't know. I've heard uh, they're like up to five to ten dollars now. Five to ten bucks. So how would you do the math um, on that though? Like, how would you figure out the the interest rate or the yeah. inflation of, uh, you know, it has more miles on it. It has, you know. Well, more- and it's also, you know, listen, this show's, this tooth has been on the Tonight Show. But right? on every TV show ever. Right. This tooth won last comic standing. There's might be more value. There's some tooth to that. Hey! Uh, I'm looking at the thing. So people are saying 10 bucks, but then how do you, how would you figure out uh, inflation over years? Do you, do you know what that math problem w- would be? How do you figure out how much $10 fr- from 1976 would have been worth today? Like, I don't, I wouldn't even know. 
Oh, I see what you're doing. You know. Yeah, and this is also yeah. Jeremy makes a good point because oh, by the way, we're going live on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, and we're seeing your comments. We're going to go to them from time to time. And someone just said um, that's an adult baby tooth. So that that seems like it'd be worth more because it's not a baby's baby tooth. This is an adult's baby tooth. So, but it's the same tooth, though. No, right? I, I understand that, oh, but, oh, but it came. It's been an adult's head, you know, for a long time. Yeah, it's partied more than most most baby <laughs> teeth party. Right, right. It is amazing, man. According so, to the I, internet, um, according to the internet, mm-hmm. ten dollars from nineteen seventy six is worth forty five dollars and ninety seven cents today. But now that's just the tooth math here, the, the inflation. Right. Let's add in the celebrity factor and let's add in the adult tooth factor. And that bumps us up. I think get a hundred bucks for this thing. I don't know. You know what? Uh, so I went on eBay um, last week to buy. Did I tell you this? I was, I was buying like some childhood trinkets that I kind of had uh, around. I got to turn up my notifications on here. Um, I had that. And do you ever see um, if you have anything on eBay, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because yeah, when you used to perform, let's say at Montreal at the comedy festival, there there'd be these people and they'd have like these cards and they would say, "Can you sign this?" And I was I've never been get autograph famous, but they'd right. go sign this, and then you go, "What's your name?" They would get pissed if you go, "What what what's your name?" Because I'm going to sign it to to Daniel and then sign it. He go, "No, if you could just sign it." Right, because they're going to use it to sell. Yeah, um, I don't know if or if uh, we, I should have pulled it up. So I saw uh, stuff that I've signed before, and what it's worth. And there's CDs on there that are like rare CD, three hundred dollars. And I wanted to post. I got a I got a whole basement full of those. Anyone wants them for fifteen? Give me uh, you know, your mailing address. Well, that's flattering that you have a CD but, that someone thinks is worth three hundred dollars. Dude, I mean, the guy selling it must think he's going to get $300. So that part's flat. He does. And why would you? But anyway, so I saw (laughs) an autograph that I I think was going for $18. Yeah. So if I add uh, an autograph to my tooth, then are are we up to 50 bucks? Cause I'm in, I need that extra cash. Cause I'm in a toy buying mood. Uh, I just bought, I just got these, um, they got shipped to me today and I opened the box right before I came here and I sent a picture to Alan. So this is, this is what I would spend my tooth money on. Alan, if you have the picture, look what oh. I got. Oh, hang on. Let's look. Oh, Oh, you got Rocky four. Look at the workout. Figuring Rocky the, yeah. From Winter. the Russian, the Russian workout. Yes. I have that jacket. Like I have that exact jacket and I've just been too lazy, but I wanted to do, I've never seen the Rocky workout action figure before and three figurines from the movie breaking you got ozone turbo and and kelly or special k special k and i felt bad about buying those but um i just wanted them because i thought these were all just awesome looking i remember when do you think you're any of these people are getting any money from this purchase no so when shabadoo uh, was uh, who just passed away ozone from break and he passed mm-hmm. away because of COVID actually yeah, um, no. a couple months ago uh, I remember him complaining 
uh, about his likeness being in these action figures. Are <laughs> you looking? And am I looking the right way, John? Uh, yeah, I don't know which way I'm supposed to look. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> Alan, is there another? Can you do that like a three person thing? So it's not just overlaid like we're really bad at Photoshop. Oh, no, yeah. Like it's a, like it's oh, a it tall camera. Um, oh, okay. So anyway, so the I remember him complaining that that company was using their likeness without getting any type without without getting any type of um, royalties. Yeah, that's some BS, but that happens, especially if it's old and it's just been. This is like probably the fifth or fourth time someone's bought it. Um, it looks right. pretty good, mint condition though. The, the edges don't look bent. Has uh, I, I just think- bought? I, I bought them. Yeah, no. I mean, they've been open at all. No, I just got them today. I mean, I'm not a saver. Like I might. Has I someone else opened out them? They were play with them. They've not been opened ever. Is what I'm saying. No, no, they haven't been open. But I want to play with them. Like I want to. I'm trying <laughs> to think of the movie plot where maybe uh, Rocky enters a dance competition and uh, Oza or Turbo has to show him. Right. And then Kelly Special K is like he can't win. He can he he can't dance like Ozone because Turbo needs a new um, partner. Right. Uh, that's yeah. really so that cool. Like the packaging looks the packaging looks cool. They look cool, and I you know I got something sent to me in the mail as well that I'd like to show you. Okay. And I want your input on this because, I mean, before my dad had a stroke. He was befriending a lot of people who liked me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if they asked for the address to our house, he would give it to them oh, and not think twice about it. And then things right. would come to the house. I'm like, who, who sent this? They're like, I don't know. One of your fans. I'm like, how'd they get the address? Anyway, I think I know who sent this, but I got this sent to me in the mail. And we talked about this on an episode of Heffern and Reap. It is... Hold on, let me get my glasses. Oh, you got the... The car swivel tray, premium quality, Zontech. We talked about this. That was a little different than mine, but did you pull it out and see? Yeah. uh, There's no return address. Like, that's what's killing me. I don't know who sent it. Uh, But here it is. I've not opened it. Did you do this, John? I feel like you did this. What, I... Did you send I, this I, to me? I did not. No, I've been spending money on action figures. And okay, okay. I, before we started this, huh. I'm 100% convinced that you just got on a random you know, Amazon kick and remembered that I wanted this. I would. It was sold out. out. The, the day we talked about it, I went and I was going to, but it was sold out. There's no way I did. Let me, let me see it because that looks different than the one I have, even though they're both probably awesome. Did I? No, I didn't. That looks like it's in two parts. I mean, I haven't opened it. It's still in the bag. Like the box. You're not going to return it. So they're doing an unopening. I'll open it. Yeah. It's doing unraveling. It came came in this little bag right here, as you can see. I've not opened this little. Well, yours looks like there's pieces. You got to put that together. I have to assemble it. It looks kind of (laughs) rickety. But. I don't you know, know. That's the same yeah, one that I have. I'm going to find opening boxes. Parts. 
It might be missing a part. Is it scary? But, yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, I, who do I thank? You know, when things like this happen. All right. So if you're out there you're on camera, because you're doing an unboxing and we can't see any. Letha said it. It was her, but I don't think it was Letha. Lethea. Uh, well, here's the tray. Okay. Okay. Here is a piece that goes, I assume goes in here. I don't know. Oh, no, no. We got these little moving parts. Oh, geez. Yours is more complicated than mine. Mine's this, one is, this is the cup holder part. Okay. And, um, you know, I got, I really, there's no instructions. It's, I think this thing's missing part. Oh, no, no. Here we go. Yeah. You just got, uh, you put it in the car uh, holder, cup holder. Mm -hmm. And then you put this little swivel thing on here, you know, and then th this would go in here okay. and then that would go in there. I mean, I got to put it together. I don't want to do it on the show, but, but All I right. want to, but thank you. I can't wait to try it out. Whoever sent this to me <laughs> was a secret Santa. Samantha Don Kingston. Was this you? Please tell the truth. I, I just want to know who all has my address. <laughs> all right. But uh, thank you. So, yeah, that was John. I swear to God, I thought it was you. Was not me, sir. Okay. Because uh, you, you do have my address and you have sent me stuff before. Yeah. And you're uh, a red popper. Uh, no. Remember? Oh, yeah. I sent you a ch chair wine. I chair got wine, that. I I never, missing. The sun drop you never got. The sun drop never, never got. But I ordered uh, like a, a funny sweater on Wish four months ago and still haven't got it. So maybe it's a thing. Wow. What, uh, where were you this weekend? Oh, dude, I was in a cabin in the woods. No gig. I was with my girlfriend, Jody. Hey, boo boo. I love you. And, uh, two other couples, Keith and Julie and Mark and Cole. We all went up to a cabin in the woods, uh, Bryson city. So you went with, uh, how many other couples? Two other couples. So six total, six people total, six people, one cabin. Yes. Okay. And there was a hot tub. There was bedrooms? three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. So every couple had a thing. Yep. Um, I have a question about that. All right. Uh, I'm a pretty uh, shy or uh, person. Yeah. Did any of you couple like uh, in? Did anybody do it? I'd be too oh, afraid. Sure. Anybody. Hundred percent. I'd be afraid that who the other two couples that you came with would would hear unless. Um, you guys are all on fans only and you actually made some money. Everybody, you know, with, yeah. with the noises, you get, you're on fans only. I follow you on there. I pay three bucks, but, um, <sighs> or do you just have, do you do it? I always wondered cause I was in a hotel and you hear people next to you, but they're loud. And I'm always thinking, I, I guess you could be that loud and you don't have to, I don't. I well, don't, I didn't hear any noise. I sound like a morning. That's, that's like, because. I didn't hear any noises, uh, but that's only because our bedroom. So this was a cabin that's brand. It's a brand new cabin. It was built like a year ago. Right. And it's cool. There's a lot of wood. Every, it's all wood. Everything's wood. The insides panel. You see a lot of wood. Um, big A-frame uh, living room with the kitchen in it. And then there is a um, – the master bedroom is just right off the kitchen. But then there's a screened-in porch that goes outdoors, and then they added on another two bedrooms on the other side of the screened-in porch. Right. 
So our bedroom was far away from the two other bedrooms, even though it was originally one cabin. They extended it. They extended two bedrooms on. And so we put the other two couples because Jody went ahead and paid for it. It's like whoever paid for it and then you pay us back, then you have we get we get to call dibs on the room. Right. So we got the, the big room and there were two other rooms that were a little bit smaller. And they, those couples got those rooms and of course, there was some action. That's that was part of the whole point. There was a hot tub involved. There was a uh, fire pit outdoors that was right. involved. We had the cops called on us one night. Um, oh, we, went, we, we went to a brewery and a, and a, a, a winery. It was fun. So you're in North, in North Carolina. Yeah, Bryson City, North Carolina. It's in the Mount Appalachian Mountains. Towards um, okay. So why did the cops get called on you? We were outdoors. Uh, playing music um, around a campfire. And I guess we were talking loud, but this, where we were, was technically, I guess you could say a holler. Do you know what the actual definition of a holler is, John? Um, hold, I'm going to think of, uh, love is purer than a snowflake falls in late December. Falls in the, uh, holler. Uh, isn't it a Randy Travis song that has the word holler in it? Well, uh, no, I know whipper wheels in there. Uh, and longer than and a whipper wheel. Uh, whipper are you thinking wheel. of whipper wheel? Why am I thinking holler? I don't know, but there is a. I think a holler. Is like you're in the hills, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in the hills. There's mountains all around us, and when you're in that environment, and there's other cabins that you can kind of see, yeah, but they're they're still like maybe. 300 yards away, 200 yards, right. that every sound is just echoes. Why would they call the cops on you for being loud when it's legit called the holler? That's what that's <laughs> what it's called. It's called the holler because right. you're, you're literally whoever invented the universe created that name and it's a holler because you're supposed to yell. Yeah, I think maybe we weren't holler holler at- loud enough, maybe. I don't know, but we were we were singing. And being loud, not that loud. But Lucy, I mean, you're not allowed to sing. I mean, I want to go. We ahead. were dancing. Uh, we were singing. We were none drinking. Of you were married. Jeez. Well, there's one couple that was married. Uh, okay. So uh, the cops showed up, and what they do? So you're you're. This all- cop pulls up as we're standing by the fire. Everyone is over forty years old. That's Garth These- Brooks song. I'm going to think of all the country songs with senses. Standing outside the fire is Garth Brooks. Paige Denny Sanders says deeper than a holler, stronger than the river, higher than the growing tall upon the hill. Higher than a river, higher than a pine trees growing tall upon the hill. There you go. All right. Thank you, John Heffron. (laughs) So the cops pull up. Okay. They're in the holler. And then the the cop pulls up. And young guy or old guy? I'm going to be. Look, we were in our 40s. This cop pulls up. He's obviously 25. (laughs) Okay. And as soon as he pulls up and he sees us, you can already tell he hates having to do this because he knows we're not doing anything. We're just out there. We've rented this cabin. Uh, It's out. You know, we paid for it fair and square. We're there to have a good time. And we're doing that. And we're at a holler. <laughs> and so he pulls up and he puts his mask on first. Like you can see him pull up and we're talking about him. And it takes him a minute to get out. And he's putting it in park and he's switching lights on. And he's doing this. And he puts his 
mask on, puts his hat on. It's taking him a minute to get out of the car. We're all just kind of stand there and we're just like waiting. And he walks up and I go like, uh, too loud. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I've had uh, two phone calls. Sorry. I'm like, all right, we'll take it indoors. He's like, thanks. Puts <laughs> it up and he leaves. I mean, it was real. It was nothing. So um, he left and then we went indoors and uh, then we, we tried to do the hot tub, but it took forever to heat the hot tub up. But we went to a brewery. We went to a winery. I have a question about the cop pulling up, though. What yeah. was your first? I automatically would think that I was 17 years old and doing something. So even if I had booze in my hand and a cop pulled up, I think I would toss the Sun Country Cooler or Barters and James bottle into the woods. So I wouldn't be. But <laughs> right. That is like your your brain goes there as soon as the cop pulls up. Yeah. Like you could get you're like, wait, a like minute, you see, like, oh, do I run? Do I empty this beer? Um, yeah. What's happening? And then you go, oh, all right, I'm 48 years old. When this kid's 27, 26, 25, you know, kind you of felt, I kind of felt bad for him. Do you think it was a, a cabin close to you? Yes. I have a theory. Okay. I want to hear that. And then we'll go to then, then move on to the brewery, but I'm still stuck. No, no the brewery's nothing. Um, all right. <laughs> So me and the guys, we go to the grocery store to get supplies to cook because um, a nice big kitchen and, you know, we're going to buy, we're going to cook up some, some, some grub. So we're, while we're at the grocery store, we came up with a fake story to scare the girls. Okay. Cause we're in this cabin in the woods. <laughs> we're kind of isolated. Right. And we made up a story like, okay, this property used to be owned by a guy named old man, Killigutty. Old man McKillagetty, this is his property. Right. And all these rental properties are kind of new and he don't like it. He's the last cabin. That's where he lives, and all these new people coming in every weekend, <laughs> making all this noise. Oh, that's another scary movie idea. And hey. people have been going 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 missing. And so what we said when we were checking out at the grocery store, um, my friend Mark, who does work at Apple who had a little Apple shirt on. Okay. This part happened. Okay. Yeah. What I'm about to tell you, this is the truth. We're checking out and the cashier sees a shirt. He goes, Oh dude, you work at Apple. Mark's like, yeah, I work, work at an Apple data center. And so there's a little conversation there. Right. So right. I took that conversation and I, and I added on this part. I said, yeah. Um, so we're checking out this kid recognizes Mark from working at Apple and they start chit chatting. And then he asks us where we were staying. And we told him the rental property, and both the bagger and the cashier looked at each other like, oh, you're staying where? You're staying at Old Man McGillicuddy's. Right. Like, is he still there? And he said, did you see one cabin that still had an outhouse with an American flag hanging on the side? We're like, yeah, that's right next to us. Right. That's the exact cabin that we can see across the holler. Music. <laughs> anyway we made up this whole story right and now while we were gone the girl spotted a dude walking down the road with a ski mask and a machete legit yeah no i'm scared yeah like so I, you guys got back with this scary story and they're like you won't believe what just happened 
So they told their story first. And I was like, huh, this interesting. Is and then I just used that one and glommed onto this one. And then I, I had at least one of them scared pretty good. I think, I think my girl Jody knew that I was full of it. But the other ones. Were they lying about the guy with the ski mask in the. No, if they were lying, they never told us that they were joking. I eventually said, told the truth and said I was kidding. Um, that stuff scary. I've always been bad at scary movie type stuff. By the way, there's a uh, Kevin Bacon movie that's kind of similar to the story you were gonna make up. That, that's on. Uh, oh, really? What's it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's it's it's. Somebody look up Kevin Bacon movie Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Yeah, or something. Um, my parents and I don't even know how they got away. when we'd have friends over. They would they would tell stories and scare us, and then pop their heads in windows. And stuff. My dad used to um, tell the story. One, we go to this cemetery where you put your car in a drive and your car automatically goes backwards and you can't figure out why your car, it's, you know, some. No matter what happens, your car will go backwards. And then another one, my dad would would say, and my stepmom, that we're going down Knock Knock Road was the name of the road. Okay. Okay. And he would tell this story and you're telling it to children. Yeah. Uh, about this girl who was on a prom date, and she says goodbye. I'll f- never forget. She she says goodbye, and he's like waving, and she's in this beautiful yellow dress that's just flowing. It's all fluffy because it's prom. She waves goodbye. He slams the door. Her hand gets caught in the door, and he drives down the dirt road, and she keeps knocking underneath the car to have oh. open up the door. That's a that's a scary thing that they would tell us so yeah. we would pull down this dirt road and we'd go and i would shit but i literally would have my eyes closed just staring at my feet and whoever stayed in the night at my house they were like looking out of the window and as you were going down the road you would hear knock 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 you would hear oh, knocking oh, on the good. bottom or you know somebody was knocking uh-huh. and i just needed i think one of the kids was just a little bit older than me and i remember him saying there she is. I see I see the prom dress. So it's the ghost of this girl. Right. Okay. Knocks. So to this day, uh, when I'm on the dirt road, if I hear um knocking, I just assume it's the scary movie. That is hilarious. So <laughs> someone just mentioned that might be a Michigan thing because someone else mentioned they know it's called knock knock road. So that must be that must be, yeah. Tina uh Tadalini said my dad did the same knock knock road. Um, also the Kevin Bacon movie is you should have left. Yeah. Yeah. So if you would have told me that story and we were, we were all at the cabin and I would have believed you and I would have been when the cops showed up, he saw one less person at that fire because I would have been barricaded inside. (laughs) I know all that crap happened within about, you know, in that first couple of hours we were there, all that crap happened Uh, that I love stories. That that stick around forever, and the kids don't know it, but everyone else knows it, and you're scaring the the new person. I love that kind of stuff. We had one uh, uh, in North Carolina. I think this is a North Carolina thing called the Brown Mountain Lights. What's that? Word? Okay. Uh, and if the Alan Jackson knows this, would feel free to correct me and and pop in here. The Brown Mountain Lights. Uh, there's an area in North Carolina called uh, Brown Mountain, and um. Apparently, 
if you look a certain way at a mountain, at this mountain that from a certain place, you'll see lights of a train coming towards you, and there is, and it doesn't exist. There is no train, or you'll see um, someone holding a lantern, and apparently the go- the story is a lady was uh, walking with a lantern, or, or she got hit by a train. Something it's somewhere along those lines, but but the 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 story of the Brown Mountain Lights is a specifically North Carolina thing, I believe. Like I, your knock knock thing might be a Michigan thing. I don't know. Why is it always the women? Like like that's no dudes ever like <laughs> got killed in any of these random randos. Like because I could switch up the knock knock road story and make it more 2021. Right. Yes. It, we're knocking. Um, uh, I'm curious now if the Alan Jackson knows of the Brown Mountain Lights at all. I uh, I remember it. Yeah, I don't remember like what the legend is. I just know you supposedly can see lights. Yeah, off in the distance. Okay, uh, on that mountain. But do you remember, John? Do you remember the song we used to sing in elementary school about the Brown Mountain Lights? Is this an improv game? No, no, that. it's not. It's, seriously, there was a. <laughs> I don't remember it, but I remember. You and I went to elementary school together. Yeah. I remember like in our little music class thing, they would teach us a song about the Brown Mountain Lights that we would sing like at Halloween time. No, I don't. I mean, I I don't remember the song, but I I didn't know you remembered us singing. Oh, wow. That's interesting. No. I'm going to look it up. I was going to. That's 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 weird that in, in elementary school. They would go, here's a horrible story about somebody getting hit by a train. <laughs> that stuff. And then we're going to force you to sing the song. Yeah. Let's all sing about it. Continue. Yeah. Paranoid. I hate being scared. I haven't seen a scary movie uh, since maybe a Friday the 13th, like hmm. full on slashery type thing. Oh, here we go. Rick Sanford third. In the days of the old covered wagons. Uh, where they camped on the flats for the night with the moon shining dim on the old canyon rim. They watched for that brown mountain light high, high on the mountain and deep in the canyon below. It shines like the crown of an angel and fades as the mist comes and goes. Way over yonder, night after night until dawn, a lonely old slave comes back from the grave, searching, searching, searching for his master who's long gone. Oh, I didn't know it had a touch of... I didn't. I'm not comfortable with that story at all. I'm not comfortable. (laughs) Me either. I don't. I'm not comfortable with the ghost having to come back and not be free once. Well, here's another person. Samantha is saying. Can't sing that song anymore in elementary school. No, I didn't know about the song. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't remember that. The Brown Mountain Lights are a series of purported ghost lights reported near Brown Mountain, North Carolina. The lights can be seen from the Blue Ridge Parkway at Mile Post 310 and 301. And from the Brown Mountain Overlook along North Carolina Highway 181 near Jones. Yeah, so you can see these lights, but I'm not sure. Uh, I guess it was a slave looking for his master, according to the song. Yeah, I don't like this new information. No. But I'm, no. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't I, like the fact that we were singing songs about it back in elementary school. Yeah. It's not bothering me now. Stops now. I, I think if, <laughs> if I want to scare kids, I'm just going to go, Here's here's – a bad road that needs to be paved, but it's not because there's too many political things. And I'm just going to drive down a dirt road. And when they hear the knocking, I'm just going to say that's people not coming across the aisle to get uh, co- utilities fixed. I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to do that. 
Um, this infrastructure and we have we haven't had infrastructure week in a long time because there was always yeah well can i say something real quick yeah uh speaking of that your plumbing and bad infrastructure uh i will be at hyenas in fort worth uh texas uh thursday friday and saturday um i'm hoping I'm, i'm pretty sure they're thawed out by now they're getting there um so come see me in hyenas at fort worth texas Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be in Memphis on Wednesday night. Memphis, t- uh, Tennessee, Lafayette Blues. So come see me there. Uh, where are you going to be this weekend? I'm uh, nowhere. I, um, I'm enjoying my new toilets that I just got in my house. And uh, I'm not anywhere anytime soon, I don't think, except for working on my Tonight Show set. What? Boom. Talk about it. Um, just doing it tonight. Shameless plugs. Yeah, yeah, I can't get to that uh, quick <laughs> enough. But uh, yeah, so I got to figure that out, which is going to be hard because there's not a lot of comedy clubs to perform at. So mm-hmm. trying to figure out a Tonight Show set. Well, talk about it. how that whole thing happened. I thought that well, was interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, it's well, maybe next time I'll, I'll tell that part of okay. the story. All right, until they okay everything, you know how it works. Yeah, they got a. Uh, Right, you don't want to jinx it yet because it hasn't happened. A thing. But you do shoot it. Um, you shoot it locally, opposed to doing it on the show because of COVID. Right. So now I got to find a place in Michigan where I'm going to shoot it. Um, you know, there's two clubs, but not performing anywhere before you have to shoot it. It's going to be a little weird. So I'm going to try to do some pop up shows, and I got to figure all this out. And here's what I was thinking. So. I don't know what Michigan's capacity is for indoor. It was 25%, but I don't, I don't know what it is now. There's a place in my hometown of South Lyon. There's the South Lyon Theater. It's legit a movie theater that hasn't been playing movies. So it's right. in a space that I could put 100 people in. Or there's a place called the South Lyon Hotel that is also it's, – it's not a hotel – um, it was there for a couple hundred years and it burnt down a couple years ago and they rebuilt it. It's a bar and a banquet center, right? Okay. And they have comedy there, I guess. I've never been, but I might do, I might try to put like a hundred people at the South Lion Hotel and perform every weekend until I figure out my Tonight Show set. Nice. I don't know if I could pull it off or whatever. Um, I would do tickets just all through me. And I got to find whoever runs that place and goes, listen, I'm going to roll up. We're going to put 50 people. Um, but side note, this may be something we do in the future. Not anytime uh, soon, soon. I don't think we could pull off with COVID. We should do a hometown swap. Almost like uh, you've uh, almost, yeah, not, not like a wife swap, but a hometown swap. All right. Where go ahead. I bring you to South Lion. Michigan, right. where I'm from, we perform at one of those venues. Again, this might be five months from now. It could be in the fall when people are going to be indoors and we can have. But I bring you to South Line. I host the show, and then you close it. Ooh. And for those of you listening, that means like you, who's the last person on stage means you're you're closing the show. Right. But I introduce you to South Line, and then you bring me to Hickory. I bring you to Hickory. And you MC it and you bring me up and we show each other's each 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 other's hometown. Dude, this is a great idea. Are gonna be weird for a while still. It's not even though everyone's getting back like not just for a stand-up show, 
this could be like an ongoing series. The other comedians, I mean, I could see this happening. Like we film it. Like I oh, go to- think about that, especially if you're hosting, if you're introducing, you're never doing a lot of time in front of your hometown. So they're never going to get sick of you. Right. And it's a trade-off. I, I show you South Lion. I put 200 people in front of you. I'm making up numbers. Uh-huh. Right. Um, right. because who knows? But let's just say 200. Let's that's even. Right. I come to Hickory, you do the same. And then we we, we find we got Tammy Pescatelli, yeah, who, who kind of lives in between us. And we do the same and we'll show up where she is. And then we are friend, you know, Brenda. So, so what we would do is find you know, Corporal Kai lives in in well, Ohio. I won't say the city because he went, but he's somewhere around there, I think. So dude, I could I could think of like 10 people already. Yeah, like comedians that are kind of doing well but they're kind of known for their region yeah you know like i'm known hickory i'm the hickory guy right you're uh, when i think of heifer i think detroit michigan yeah. yeah yeah so we need other comedians that own their state or their town so that we could uh what do you call that what's the yeah, name of that series but um i like it what'd you call it share my city uh, that's uh, share my city, please. You ever see that uh, video series on some uh, of those adult things? Uh, but it's uh, it'd be city swap, city swap, <laughs> yeah, town trades. Oh, I like town trade. <laughs> well, dude, let's call it town trade, town trading, trading towns, trading towns, yeah, with Hefford and Reap, trading towns with Hefford and Reap, and then oh, that's great. I wonder if your people will like me. I bet they would. South Lions all farms in. Are you kidding me? I feel like, like they everyone. Might. Yeah, yeah. We're not that crossing that, dude. I live on a farm. Yeah, well, it's not with yeah. barn. I have two old toilets on my front porch that I don't know how I'm going to get rid of. So I might be that guy. I might have an old water heater on the side, toilets yeah. on the front. Um, yeah, yeah it's not like it's not. We're like I'm your city slicker coming to this to this hick town how are you ever gonna wear the same right probably love each other i like the idea a lot especially not just as a show that we do for people in that that one night as a series that we record it and sell it to netflix we could do it like i'm telling you we could even do it sooner than later especially if we if we do it with just like 100 people we could do two shows yeah. right we could do two so you're gonna that's as many people passing through as would like, be. Uh, like I would take you to some famous Hickory places, show you around, uh, take you to some of my favorite spots here in Hickory, and then you would do the same for me in South Lyon. Um, I'd give you some – we'd go out to eat, take you to some of my favorite places to eat, some local cuisine, right? Do some local uh, traditions, that kind of stuff. I could see it's been a while, but I could see who's having a barn fire and what uh, if anyone from the class of 88 is fighting anybody from the class of 87. I can get like a South Line, like just a, a fist fight happen for you. <laughs> there was a lot everyone would go to by the McDonald's where you'd fight so you wouldn't get suspended from school. I'm sure I'm sure there's yeah. some, uh, some, you know, we talked about on the last podcast. There might be some angst still amongst people. Um Oh, yeah, we used to have this place. Well, it was just called the M&K store. And if you wanted to if, – if a fight was going down, you would meet at the M&K store. And, uh, and how many people from school showed up, right? Like a billion. You learned those fight promoters back then were unbelievable. Yeah, you knew about scary. fights going in, in 
if I now this is where I'm going to sound like an old guy, but they always seem safe. Like if anybody started getting their ass kicked a little too much, somebody would jump in. Somebody would always jump in. Yeah, it wasn't like a lot of headbutt. It was all a lot of shoving. Fuck you, fuck you. I saw, I saw old school. Really, today these fights are kind of scary. It's like there's no rules. People pick up chairs and bash them over each other's head. Immediately, people start looking for weapons in fights today. I feel like, like anything that they can pick up and throw. My dad, who that happens a lot now. My back in the day, it was just a couple of exchange blows. Maybe go to the ground. It was over. But yeah, my dad uh, always tells stories because he's old school. What are the What's from Greece? Like the greasers and the solstice. Oh, yeah. The socias versus the greasers. Yeah. Right. Like, right. yeah. So the jeans like you. Um, so you picture that like the T-birds, you know? Just yeah. Those guys like walk, talk, talk like a T-bird. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and my dad said. They, combs. Yeah. My dad said they would ask if you fought, you would go. Are we using uh, chains or or fists or are we wrestling? Like you would have an op- oh, like, right. have an option. Civility like, to it, yeah, but chains like that sounds horrible. Well, you know. I'd rather a guy like me be the thing, <laughs> I know. Back with chains? Chains. it's like Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen a Friday fight with chains in a long time, <laughs> but uh, dude, we should totally get that done. I saw the, the best fight I, uh, after school fight I saw at the MK was a guy, uh, Aaron Bowman versus. This is a guy, Aaron Bowman, and the other guy's name was Aaron. One Aaron spelled it with two A's, and the other one spelled it with an E. Okay. But the one who spelled it with an E was a, like, he was a big, kind of a scary badass guy. And the other Aaron was really cool, but, you know, he was smaller and skinnier. And everyone thought that Aaron with an E was going to beat the crap out of Aaron with two A's. Mm-hmm. And, um, Aaron with two A's was asking people, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know what I'm scared. What do I do? And this guy can't said, just hit him first when he's not expecting it. I mean, you guys are going to walk up. There's going to be a lot of talking. Just hit him at the gate. Just be the first one to hit him. And so they walk up and they're, they're like, well, you, well, you said, what, what do you think? What do you said? And then Aaron with an A just, they just hit him right in the mouth and it chipped his tooth. Right. And that and the big Aaron's like, you chipped my tooth, man. Right. And then he like he he just left, and like it was over. Like that first punch rattled him so hard that there was no fight. And it and ever since then, Aaron with two A's was a badass. I remember I remember three distinct high school fights. Um, one was this guy uh, named Trevor versus a guy named Joe, and they both knew karate. And I think at the time they both were black belt and karate. Wait, hang on. Can you? I have. I'm sorry. I have to correct someone who's leaving a comment. Michael Enderley is saying, "Hey guys, didn't Jeff Ross and David Arquette, David Arquette, already do something like that called bumping mics? Bumping Mm -hmm. mics is not about switching towns, uh, and it's not David Arquette. David Arquette is an actor. It was David who? It's uh, David Tell. Dave Attell. Yeah." Yeah, and, so uh, nice try, Michael, but way off. All right. Uh, yeah, me having John Reed perform at Soft Lion and then me performing in Hickory, uh, which John Reed has never done before by two people ever. Um, <laughs> that's so true. that's uh, that's never been done. 
Right, right. Uh, I don't. I don't think there was a Heffern and Reap in the '60s who brought each other to their towns. So anyway. Right. So and in uh, anyway. Um, I'm sorry, black belt. There was a guy who's yeah. So so these two were um, black belts. At least I think the rumor was, or they could have been, and they were going to fight, Ooh. and they could have been two polar opposites. One was uh, super jock, right? And they fought. They were kind of the same size and. Crap! I wish my comedy shows had a b- as big a turnout that fought this. They, it, I think it was pretty even, and they both have come and see me perform, you know, as adults, and I bring oh, it up wow. to them, and they, then they both have web, well, yeah, they hem and haw about it, uh, and they both wore cups to the fight, which <laughs> to this day, I thought, what a d- different level. <laughs> of high school where they knew that was going to happen. So there was that. And they both uh, turned out to be great guys. Da, da, da. My other favorite one was my old, uh, my uh, ex college roommate, Lynn um, is a dude. We were at university of Michigan. We were going to school at Eastern and we went to Michigan for a party and we we're just at this party. And they were typical eighties jock dickheads. Like the guy had like uh, an, an uh, Izod sweater. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like yeah. that, that eighties fluorescent color and Lynn was super, super tough. So they were, they were yakking and they were going to get in a fight and the guy goes, let's go outside. So we go out into the street and the guy goes, let's do this. Right. He had his polo, his white. Remember, they were white with a V-neck and the yeah. V and the neck had all these different colors on it. That was the same as the. Yeah, the wrist. Red. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And then you like, I saw it. Yeah, it looks like a fraternity golf club. Yeah. Yeah. And then feathered hair in, in gold chain. Right. So this thing. So the, the kid goes to take take off his sweater his, his, and gets it right above, like almost right above his face. Lynn looks at us and just hauls off and just nails the guy, just squares him right in the face, just as he's taking <laughs> off the sweater. Yep. And the guy falls, and then all the other fraternity guys or whatever they were, they're like, that was a sucker punch. And we're all going, the, the fight started the second you said, let's go outside. There's not a bell. Right when you go, you want to go. And in my eyes, right when you square off with somebody, the fight started. Oh, that's yeah. a bowling call. Um, the the fight started the second you you square yeah. off. So there was no to this day there was no sucker punch. If there's going to be a fight, you don't get someone's to gonna ha- someone's gonna have to hit first. Otherwise, there will never be a fight. So yeah, you, yeah, you don't get put wrist guards on strike. Yeah, exactly. No more. So he punched them, and the kid fell. And then I'll never forget. Lynn just looked at us and did this like peace and got in his car and you know <laughs> or whatever. That, that kid, that rich kid, just thought he was. Yeah, hold on, let me take off my my sweater. I got at Lord and Taylor. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. all right, dude. So we're gonna do the 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 swap thing. Let's do the uh, town swap. What are we calling it? We're gonna figure out the names. Um, I hate to cut this short, John, but uh, I have plumbers at my house that I don't know if they're ransacking my house as we speak. That's totally I, fine. I trusted them. I have new action figures there. I have Breakin and Rocky Four, uh, '80s action figure, and I'm worried they're going to take those, even though they're very reputable. Um, I got new toilets. Can we talk about that next week? I'm excited. I want to hear about your new toilets, and uh, Samantha Don Kingston has ideas for your old toilets. 
I'm just going to put them out front and just go free, or do I sell them on? Put them out front, put flowers in them. Like a little. Oh, that's a thing. <laughs> right. All right, dude. Um, do that and um, support us on our Patreon. Go to heffernandreap.com. Why don't you? Every now and then, you're bored at home, you got nothing to do. Check out Heffern and Reap. Use your freaking web browser for once. Heffernandreap.com. Click on Patreon and become a supporter and get perks and help us out and let us know that you're out there and you're listening. You go write us a review on iTunes. Help us out. Talk about us. Hit that share button. Um, yeah, man. Hit that share. Oh, uh, real quick. Can I do hey, this real quick, John? Sure, sure. You, got, yeah. you, you brought up an idea for merchandise for us to sell oh, one time. Yeah, yeah. Here, uh, do we have five minutes? Let's talk about that. Yeah. I want to see that because... Uh, yeah, we can do this in five minutes. Alone lately, and not hit up your phone because I know that you're out at cabins and stuff. So have a show meeting, right? Um, I my buddy Tim Tucker, who does my website, and uh, he designs all kinds of stuff. He's a great graphic designer. He was listening to the show. Shout yeah. out Tim Tucker. Okay. Um, and he's like, "Oh, I have some ideas for your T-shirt based on an idea that you had, John Hefford, which was a." Uh, uh, 80s retro 5k run that people could buy and it's yeah. always cool when you have 5k run shirts yeah if they happen in the past you can just assume that you already ran was right. the idea that we had that i thought was genius because it's going to make you look like you've run a 5k before yeah it's vintage looking which always looks cool right and it supports the show at the same time it's like yeah. triple victory right yeah so my buddy tim had some designs he you want to see him real quick i, I got uh, yeah but, right okay the alan jackson you want to just no particular order we could just throw them up and we can go through them and john you can tell me what you like okay so look the idea is for it to look old so here's wow. one hereford and reap 5k classic run you got the old school looking dudes okay. running you got the grid that we use and <laughs> then you got them rimmed um Neck yeah. and must. I kind of like those shirts because they, they kind of, if they're a little tighter, make you, you know, show the guns a little. Yeah, that's right. And you got a heifer and reap patch on the side of the arm. Yeah, that's a little bit more printing. All right, here we go. Heifer and reap 5K run classic. The, the letter 5 and K, very big. Although with that font, and I get it, he's going 80s, could look like an SK. Uh, yeah, does look a little. Yeah. Sam, I know. <laughs> look at this one, dude. Yellow and red. Now I gotta say, and I love my buddy Tim. I I don't look good in mustard. Yeah, I say we go. You go gray or light blue. The heifering and reap blue yeah. that we always use. Here's just your basic. That's kind of got our logo and background, and but with the five k run after it. Okay. Okay. How many? I don't know how many more we have. Um. Here we go. Just heifering oh. and reap. 5K, 10K fun run. See, I like that one. Here's why I like it, and I don't know. So, the oh, now I'm being a thing. I don't. The and looks like B, so it's it, it looks does. like F ran and reap. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. So that's that. But in Detroit, there was a radio station, or there is a radio station called Riff, and they had bumper stickers that looked like that. And had the names of the artists in between. So it would say Joan Jett, whatever. Their logo, their trademark is three circles. So I think that one would be okay. All if right. you actually 
change the the heifering um and reap. I believe there might be one more. Okay. Oh that's the one. That's the one, not green. Right. It was gray. Um yeah, I even like the runners. Body. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, maybe on a gray or um yeah, a, a light gray logo. shirt with the Hefford and Reap logo would be too expensive to print on the side. And I hate to be side. that guy. I hate yeah. to be corporate, but that's too much printing. But the front one right there, I think that's the shirt. Yeah, I think I'm that might be my favorite if it were the same color as the the big 5K, yeah. like the blue or gray. Yeah. Using our blue, dark blue, light blue, gray sort yeah. of logo. All Two right. colors. I like that one. Th- that what, could be a uh, first and last one. See, Jackie it, says she likes the first one and the last one. Okay, that's what I was saying. Like the light like that on the light gray. That is that what we said, John? Yeah. That one on the the very first one I put up was just that first five. last. Yeah, everyone uh, see what we need one. We need your oh, favorite. Wait, one. No, one not not. You're killing people. My brain can't handle choices. Okay. Look, why don't we uh we'll put I this up on the uh okay. John, I'll tell you what we'll do. I like we that. also have I we also that. have a we also have a Facebook Heffern and Reap fan page. Okay, we'll post it on and that. I will put up a poll on okay. the fan page if I if you can. I don't know if you can do polls on fan pages. I don't know. I'll just put them up on the fan page and let people vote. Just just hit like on the one that you like the most. And whatever it is, we'll make sure it's in the colors that we like, but we'll use that design. I think it's cool. It looks like an 80s thing. Let's I like it. I like it both. So soft tea. Soft tea. Soft tea. We'll do it. Uh, either the last one or the first one. Uh, I'm going to work on names for us to share each other's city. I think we do that sooner than later. I think that's something if we can safely get uh, – 50 to 100 people. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but we make a big deal. I'll even get a food truck. We'll, we'll do we'll do some things. And it'll be a small number of people, but it'll be very exclusive. Yeah. And uh, I think we should definitely do that. That's not, but you realize when you tell your agents or managers, who's going to tell us why we can't do it? And I'm going to be pissed. I've, I've been soul searching recently. And there's a lot of things I've not done because I've told why the economics won't work out. I'm not doing it for the economics, John Rape. We're going to cruise around South Lion. That's why we're doing it. We're going to go shoot a pilot of of the cars. And I'm going to chew it up and show you exactly where I chew up my cassette of the cars and drive by where the girls track team was practicing as I rolled on my window. So you'd hear it perfectly. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So we'll do that. So, uh, well, thanks, buddy. It's good to see you in touch. Uh, And everybody. You know, rate, review, subscribe, and share. And with that being said, why don't we let Rick Sanford the Third take us out? You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, age church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected. Who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap Show, please 
go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what. 